All right. We're live. And the only light that's on right now is the light from the interface. So we have this bitch, like, red out right now. And it's actually, it's a vibe. Oh, wait, we didn't restart? We're just going to go on? uh, No, no, I I restarted it. Oh, you did? So, yeah, what's up? Uh, Today, that is Cole talking. Um, he's, he's probably my favorite, uh, guest that I have on the podcast. He's my dude. Um, well, what you got there, buddy? Red Bull Ice. Red Bull? Dude, I've been... It doesn't, like, energize you like Red Bull does. Oh, that's fucking like dope. But it tastes like Red Bull. It's that's good. Dope. I got it. You know the, uh, the bridge between, uh, Maine and Park right there, like, in the front of the neighborhood? Yeah. Yo, yeah. You know the King City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. King City, yeah. That's where I got it. Huh. Yeah. You know what's funny is I went in there one time and I was like, do you have one that tastes like Red Bull? And they were like, no, we don't. Well, they just got this one in. Oh, okay. All right. It's new. So I just I found it today, actually, because I came in today, They weren't so. fucking me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, um, so we was talking about a little bit off air of the uh, Saints schedule and how I think that we would be lucky if we win eight games this season. Cole, I think, begs to differ with that. Uh, so what's uh, what you think? What you think? So, um, <clears throat> I have different points to make for each, uh, for each week as to why I think we would either do good or bad. But before I get into that, I just want to say to everybody listening and all of the fans for uh, Tyler's podcast here, I just want to, I want to, I want to truly honestly apologize for the, for the way that I acted on the podcast to, <laughs> um, with Ashton and Austin and Micah. Um, I was extremely intoxicated and I, uh, I was pretty much mic hogging and I was, um, being extremely obnoxious and I wasn't letting anybody really talk their points through without me interrupting them. And, uh, this isn't anybody else like coming to me about this. This is me after I listened to the podcast and I was like, holy shit, what is wrong with me? Like, that's not cool. Right. <laughs> And I just want to apologize about that. And I'm going to try to do better on more group podcasts because I know there's going to be more group podcasts coming up uh, in the near future, uh, hopefully. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I just I want to apologize and I'm going to try to do better, you know, here coming forth. And I'm also going to try to do better with my uh, uh, sensory like I'm going to try to. Uh, you know, respect certain groups of people, and I'm I'm gonna try to you know watch the things that I say to try not to uh, you know offend as many uh, people. You know, I'm trying to trying to turn a new leaf here in my life. I'm trying to trying to truly do better as a person. And like he said, I no one's ever said anything like this to him. It's just him. So yeah, no, this is this is a completely me thing. Like I'm not trying to you know like saying like oh you know so and so or whatever you know made me come out and say this. Like I'm not speaking on behalf of anybody. I'm speaking on behalf of me. And this is how I feel. Yeah. The thing is about that podcast was like listening to it. It was like it was actually funny. Like everyone that I've talked to about it was like, man, y'all kept cutting them off. I wish I would have just kept letting them go. It was funny. And like I was like, yeah, it was funny, but it's a different vibe when you're in the room and you're you want to say shit. And then it's just cold. <laughs> yeah, because here's the thing. I mean, you have four other guys here aside from me, who are trying to get their point across about whatever topic we're talking about. You're right. And you just have me here who's, like, overtaking the conversation. And it's like, that's not that's not fun for anybody here. Like, this podcast, yeah, it's, you know, it's, you know, you guys listen to it. You know, you guys, you know, y'all hear it. And, you know, it's good for Tyler and, you know, things like that. But this podcast is supposed to be about fun, you know. It's about fun. 
It's about, you know, having fun, having a good time with your boys, you know, talking about issues in in the world, you know, things about that's going on in life, you know, oddball things here and there in sports. Right. You know, and mostly sports. I mean, that's what I like, I like to talk about my football. I, talk, I like to talk about my Saints. That's what I'm here for. And I can't wait to talk about it here tonight with you. But, it, you know, whenever you, you have these topics, you have these opinions on things that you want to talk about, and you have that one specific person in the room who's just, you know, speaking above everybody else, you know, just completely obnoxiously and rudely voicing their opinion above everybody else. And, you know, in such a sense, it's it's almost offensive to the other speakers in the room. And that's almost, I mean, that's that's... Not, I say almost, but that's actually like that. That's what I did that night, and I, I, I honestly like I, I feel I feel stupid. Like I, I honestly feel embarrassed about that podcast being published and being out there because like I, I want to say to, to not only the fans and the people who are listening to this, but to Tyler himself, to Ashton who's not here, Micah who's not here, and Austin who's not here. Like I, I'm sorry that I acted that way. Like that's not me. You know, I was extremely drunk. I I was, you know, smoking the CBD. You know, I was I was on a level of intoxication that I was not able to function in my right mind with the right social environment that I was in. And it was wrong of me. And, and I'm sorry for that. And I would love to, you know, have all of those guys back here with me one day if, if you know, the time allows and Tyler's busy schedule allows and you know that opportunity arises i would love to take that opportunity again to maybe redo that situation and that environment and make it more um you know inviting yeah just have it like have it like reach its actual potential because that's one of the things like i didn't care about what was going on at all like i am like like it's not it didn't make me mad or anything i was just it's just the only thing that irritated me was I got everybody in this room and I was like, dude, this podcast has potential to be so good. If I could just get it all, if I could just orchestrate it right. But it's all good. Like it's everybody still wants to do it again. So it's like it, no harm done, you know? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, that podcast had the potential to have because we uh, here's the thing. Me and you, we have different opinions. Me and Micah, me and Ashton, me and me and uh, Austin, we all have different opinions. Yeah, right. Everybody has different opinions about something. You have different. You have a different opinion about whatever it may be with Ashton, Micah, Austin. Austin may have a different opinion than everybody else. You know, everybody has different opinions about something, and we're so, you know, educated in the things that we have opinions on. For sure, we know the background. We know the you know like we have valid points to make, and the points that we make may even influence you know one of our friends to change their opinion about something. And and the podcast that we all did together, it had the potential to be strong enough to do that. And if we all were able to voice the things that we wanted to say without having, you know, me interrupt them and me, you know, just loud cap, you know, my, you know, point of view about whatever we were talking about, it, it really could have, you know, brought, you know, light to whatever situation or not even like whether we were talking about like World War Two or Joe Biden or football or Donald Trump or fucking uh, fishing or work or money or success or whatever, you know, whatever. 
it, it could have changed somebody's opinion because we all have knowledge on the things that we like to talk about. So I just, I wish that we could go back and redo it to where like maybe we weren't all as intoxicated. Maybe, yeah. maybe without the alcohol, maybe just with the CBD. Maybe. And then it not be so, uh, uh, something too, like me and Micah and Ashton did one. And, uh, Austin didn't do it because he said Austin said it whenever he pulled up he was like I'll do the podcast but I don't want to do it too late and I think it's because Austin knew that if it, the later it goes the less the quality is going to be so He's that's right. another thing that's another thing that I, right. I want to you know I want to do too it's like if we're all going to get together and do it again I want to make sure that it's like 8 o'clock 7 o'clock something not, like that because we're doing it like 1 a.m. 2 o'clock because yeah. I mean we're all going to be fucked up by then you and know? like tired because we're all drinking whiskey Exactly. Or so like, you know, because I mean, chances are if we're all together at two o'clock, we've been together since like six o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been drinking since then. Yeah. Facts. I mean, if we're all together, we're drinking, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, apology accepted 100 percent. Like it doesn't I don't even need an apology, to be honest. But I mean, it's cool. Well, and I appreciate that. And but not only from you, but like uh, it's to add, it's, you know, to Ashton, to Micah to Austin and to everybody else who listened to that podcast and who's listening to this one. Like, I'm sorry for the way that I acted on that one. And also another thing, I'm sorry for the, for me dipping out on the other one with just me, Micah, Ashton and you. Yeah, I know my, my old lady, you know, Brianna, my girlfriend, um, she texted me and she, you know, we were texting back and you know, it was getting a little, you know, nasty, it was getting a little you, know, frisky. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, um, Let's just say it was time for me to head home, mm-hmm. take care of some business. Head, head home. Yeah. So uh, I went, um, that's that's why I had to, you know, do what I had to do in the last one. Right. Um, yeah, but that's the water under the bridge. It's all good. Doesn't, awesome. Doesn't bother me at all, really. I mean, I was like, once again, it was like that situation. I was like, damn, dude, this fucking podcast could have been great. And then fucking Cole just ups and leaves. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yo. But uh, but anyway, uh, I guess we should, if you have nothing left to say about that, we should probably loop uh, around to the Saints. That's, I mean, that that's done. And, you know, I said what I had to say. Okay, cool. All right, so let's go over the schedule first. Okay, yeah, yeah. We week one. Green Bay, right? Like Week first. one, yeah. Versus. At home. At home. Green Bay. Away, Carolina. Away, New England. At home, New York. Giants. Away, Washington. Week six, we have a bye week, which I'm actually kind of happy about. It's not like directly in the middle. Yeah, that's perfect. I like it being early. I like that because, you know, it kind of gives us, you know, a little, you know, if things are tight in the division, you know, it gives us that second chance kind of later on in the season almost. Yeah, plus it's like it's if it's in C, if it's at week six, it's like like the first like four weeks or so of football, like right when it first comes back, like you're like fucking hyped. And I'd say like after like five week six, it's kind of like died down a little bit. So it's like, eh, it's OK. Have a week off. Like instead of having like a freaking bye week at like week four or some shit, then you're pissed off because you're like, man, like, <laughs> you know. Week seven, we are in Seattle. Oh, God, that's a loss. That's a loss. Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Week eight, Halloween night. Mm. October 31st. In the Dome. Mm. Tampa Bay. Mm. Yeah. 
That's gonna be a great one, dude. I want to go to that we one. Have so to go bad. to that one. We can't. Why? Because Brianna dresses up with her godchild um, journey uh-huh. every single Halloween. Uh. I mean, it's a three twenty-five p.m. game. I can ask her if I can go, and I could just meet her in Chalmette because that's right down the fucking road almost. I mean, that's twenty minutes away from the, from the dome. Yeah. And if we go, you know, trick or treating with her family that night, I can just jump from the dome to Chalmette, keep my shit with me. We'll have to drive and we'll have to bring two separate vehicles. You know, if, you know, Micah or whoever, you know, Ashton comes, you know, whoever comes with us, they'll have to ride back with whoever else. But I'll have to probably just go to Chalmette. But I can probably make that game if Brianna doesn't come, if she just goes to Chalmette. Yeah, I, well, I think the point is we have to try to at least make that happen. I'll 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 finesse away. Yeah, I'll finesse away. <laughs> I will figure it out. Week nine, home Falcons. Week ten, away, Tennessee Titans. Oh, that's a loss. <laughs> that's a loss. <laughs> Week eleven, away Philadelphia. Ooh. Week twelve, home Buffalo. Oh, that's a loss. Week thirteen, home Dallas. Oh, that's I want to go to that one. That's a win, though. That's yeah. a dub. That's a win. Week 14, away, New York Jets. I mean, that's a win. Week 15, away, Bucks, Tampa Bay. Away? Uh, away. That's a loss. Week 16, home, Miami. Dolphins? That's we- a loss. Week 17, home, Panthers. That's a win. Week 18, away, Falcons. That's a loss. <clears throat> All right. So, Tyler, I'm yeah. going to ask you, week one, home, Packers, what do you think? That's a loss. All right. 0-1. Week two, away, Panthers. That's a win. That's a win. All right. So, 1-1. and one. Week three, away, New England. That's a loss. Really? Yeah, I think so. All right. I think the Pats are going to be, like, coming up this year. One and two. One and two. Week four, New York Giants, home. Okay, that's a win. Two and two. Week five, Washington, away. That's a win. Three and two. Their quarterback situation's horrible. Yeah. Week six, bye week. Week seven, away, Seattle. That's a loss. That's a loss. Three and three. Week eight, home, Bucks. Dude, I don't know. I think our division is going to be so tough this year. Like, it's hard to say we're going to win almost any game in our division. It's win or loss. I I'll say win just because we're at home. I just guess because we're at home. I understand that. All right, four and three. Four, four and three. three. Week eight. All right, week nine. Home Falcons. That's a win. Uh, but fa- that's a tough win. Five and three. That's a tough win. Five and three. Just like Bucks. Week eight. Tough win. Uh, week 10, away, Titans. That's a loss. Five and four. Week 11, Philadelphia, away. Uh, I say that's a win, but I can definitely see them losing that game just because of the way. They lose oddball games. Yeah, like yeah. it's one of those trap games. Yeah. But I, I still think it's a win. All right, six and four. Week 12, Buffalo, home. 
That's a very disappointing loss. That's going to have me curled up in my bed crying. Six and five. <laughs> Six and five. Week 13. Home. Cowboys. Uh, that's a win. Seven and five. Week 14. Away. New York Jets. That's a win. I that's mean. a win. Eight and five. Week 15. Away. Bucks. I think that's a win. I think we learn a lot from the first game. I think we come back and beat them second time. You think we beat them away? Yeah. Nine and five. Week 16. Dolphins. That's a loss. It's a loss. Yeah. Nine and six. Week 17. Panthers. That's a win. So that's 10 and six. 10 and six. Week 18. Falcons. That's a win. Away. A win. 11 and six. 11 and 6. You think we're going to go 11 and 6? 11 and 6. I see. Yeah. What you do said, you what do you think? You said remember um Gage uh I forgot his last name. Uh you you commented on his uh schedule that he shared on Facebook. You said 8 oh, wins. 4A, I think. Gage 4A? Yeah, I think so. Gage 4A. I think so. Yeah. Uh you commented on his Facebook post 8 wins at best. 8 wins, yeah. 8 earlier. And I just said 10. I, do, well, I just said eleven. I contradicted 11. myself. Eleven. No, uh, you well, you said actually. Uh, you said twelve. Falcons twelve and six. What? Oh no, no, I was eleven and six. I was eleven Sorry. and six. Yeah, no, I'm tripping. Big tripping. Big yeah. tripping. Eleven. All right. Um. So what do you think? I don't know. Let's check it out. I mean, you can't see so like you can't think it's so much better than eleven and six. Packers at home. That's a dub. Okay. Panthers away. That's a dub. Okay. New England away, that's a dub. Okay. Giants at home, that's a dub. Washington away, that's a dub. So we're five and zero. Oh I, think we're, gonna, the I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna go five and zero oh going into the bye week in week six. Damn. Okay. Seattle away, I think that's another dub. Okay, six and zero. Oh. <laughs> Bucks, Bucks at home, that's a loss. Okay. I think we're gonna go six and one. Falcons, Falcons at home, seven and one. Titans away. Eight and one, dude. I'm with you on the Philadelphia. I think we're gonna lose against Philadelphia. Right? Yeah, you can see it happening, right? Eight and two, Buffalo, at home. I think we're gonna pull it off in overtime. I think that's gonna go double overtime, double OT. We're gonna pull it off. Okay, I can see that. Nine and two, Cowboys, easy dub. We 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 ran that one away by halftime. Yeah, well, ten yeah. and two. We're screwing them. Yeah, ten and two. New York Jets away. We're going to win that one in late third quarter. 11 and 2. 11, yep. Bucks, we're going to win that one because it's away. I think we so learned from the, the first one. Yep. I think we learned from the first one. So we 12, know what we're doing. 12 wins. 12 and 2. Dolphins, we're going to lose. 12 and 3. Panthers, we're going to win. So 12 and 4. 13 wins. Falcons away. I think we're going to lose. 12 and 5. That's such a weird one. <laughs> it is. It is. So, but you say thirteen wins. I said. But 11. I say I say twelve and five, and I think we're going to lose to the Falcons because we already clinched a playoff. So we were we were fighting for a home team. At we were fighting we were fighting for the playoff. We were fighting for the uh, for the division championship, but because the Bucks lost a little bit, like they're going to go like eleven and six. They lost that sixth game, so we already clinched the division. So we're going to rest our starters against the Atlanta game. So we're going to lose. Huh. We're only going to lose by 10 points. 
You're talking like you've seen this into the future, like you're speaking into this existence. Do you want me to go over? I really don't want to. I think, I don't know. It's like I agree with you in a way, but I, I think you're being too generous of what is going to become of this team without Drew Brees. Well, see, that's the thing. That's where we differ. Okay. So you're being op- optimistic without Drew, and I'm not being optimistic with Drew. Exactly. I'm not being. I'm not only being optimistic without Drew. I'm being very optimistic with Jameis. I think Jameis Winston is a diamond in the rough. I could see that at the same time. I have a lot of faith in Jameis Winston. I have a, a lot of faith in Jameis Winston. I think we got lucky with Drew Brees, and I think we're going to get even luckier with Jameis Winston. Really? I'm not saying Jameis Winston is going to end up being a Hall of Fame quarterback, breaking records and things like that, but I think Jameis Winston is going to be the type of quarterback to lead us to the playoffs, to get us through to at least the NFC Championship. And if we're lucky enough to play you know, a team like the Bills or the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, maybe one day. Hmm. And I think he's that type of quarterback. I think him being underneath Bruce Arians hindered him a lot. I mean, if you look at the statistics, that's true. Every single quarterback underneath Bruce Arians has thrown their most interceptions out of their entire career. Look at Tom Brady this past year. Tom Brady threw, well, I think, 12, 13 interceptions. A lot, yeah. That's the most that he's ever thrown in his entire career. I mean, yeah, granted, they won the Super Bowl, but he was also playing underneath Bruce Arians. Yeah, because Bruce Arians forces him to uh, do a lot of, like, risky shit. Bruce Arians actually didn't force him to do a goddamn thing. Bruce Arians didn't coach that team. Tom Brady coached that team. Yeah, well, at least towards the end of the season, yeah. But Bruce had a clutch on it in the beginning, which is probably why they had a lot of issues in the beginning. And then, you know, they looped it around. He let go a little bit, and he let them, you know, get their chemistry going. And that's why they, you know jumped up to where they were and where they are now because they got the chemistry going within the offense and they, you know, got their mojo, you know, and they got, you know, they got, they got shit going because Tom Brady, you know, he stepped up and Bruce Arians let go, you know, he let go of his reins, you know, he let them do their thing. And then, and then in the freaking off season, they didn't lose anyone. They didn't lose anyone in the off season. That's like unheard of. That's the first time in cap in salary cap history. Yeah, right. That the defending Super Bowl champions retain their entire offensive lineup, their entire starting offensive lineup. That's fucking crazy. I've that's, never. That's insane. Never heard of that. Like I remember the year the Saints won the Super Bowl. Our fucking team was gutted the next year. Like my fuck- fault. I said offensive starting lineup. Their entire starting lineup, defense too. Yeah, I knew what you meant. But, like, whenever the Saints won the Super Bowl, like, 2009, dude, our fucking next year team was, like, nothing like the last year team. And then we, we lost a lot. We we lost, like, the after we won the Super Bowl, we had, like, three seasons where we were just, like, 9-7, and 8-8, eight and eight, shit like seven that. 7-9. I remember we went 7-9 one year. I think it was, like, 2016, 20, no, no, it was, like, 2014, 20, 2013, 2014, we went, like, 7-9. Yeah, it was bad until, yeah. like, whatever the fuck happened, like... They started drafting right all of a sudden, you know. I remember so, when they drafted. Uh, I remember when they drafted Camara. I was mm. fucking pissed because, <clears throat> yeah, like, too. at that time we had we had Mark Ingram, we had Adrian Peterson. We signed him that offseason. I was like, "Why the fuck do we need another running back? What are you doing? We need offensive line." Like, I was like pissed, and it turns out, dude's like little like one of the greatest Saints ever. Like. I'll tell you what, I'm fucking glad that we drafted Alvin Kamara. I'm glad we drafted Alvin Kamara. And, you know, a lot of people... Oh, hold on. 
Jesus, fuck. Cole, it's okay. You can leave it. You want to hit this? No, do you want that? I do want that. <laughs> do you want the Red Bull? Yeah. yeah all right. Do a little swaparoo. Um, yeah, did you see? I was kind of hoping that the Saints in the – let's talk draft a little bit. I was kind of hoping the Saints in the draft would pick up uh, J.C. Horn. That cornerback, um, it was Joe Horn's son. I read a, oh no, I read a, uh, I read a thing, I read a thing that said that the only reason Carolina picked him up is so the Saints don't have him. Yeah, I feel that they they would do some shit like that. <laughs> they would do some shit like that. They got a fucking great player though. I mean, they do. He's I a honestly think Carolina got a damn good draft. I forgot who else they drafted. They drafted oh Terrence Marshall. Yeah, they had a good they, good they fucking Terrence draft, Marshall. Dog. They had a good draft. They picked up a lot of people that filled a lot of voids for them. Like, so, like, picture their cornerback situation right now. They have J.C. Horn on one side, and they have, what is it, what, uh, Devontae? Dante Jackson. Dante Jackson? Dante Jackson. Bro, I ran track against them in high school. Isn't that fucking cool? He went to Riverdale near near NOLA, and uh, he was a senior. I was a junior, and we were in the 200 meter at the regionals meet. Fast motherfucker, huh? That's a fast motherfucker, bro. <laughs> Bro, they had a tele. They had like the local news crew like interviewing him and shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they probably had like some uh, college like scouts over there. Oh, I mean, I'd I mean like, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, he was like a senior, but god damn, that's some fast motherfucker. And I seen him one time whenever I went to LSU for that one semester, right out of high school. I seen him over there, and uh, I talked to him for like a quick minute, like a quick, quick minute. It was like a passing thing. I was like, hey, you're Dante Jackson, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, bro, I ran against you in track. He was like, oh, for real? I was like, yeah. And I was like, he was like, uh, oh, that's dope. And I was like, yeah, man, hey, take it easy. And it's like, all right, bro. And like, that was like, that that was it. Yeah. But yeah, that was dope as fuck. Like, yeah, bro, like I, you know, I ran track against an NFL player. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. But honestly, he's good. He's good at what he does. And he was a stud for LSU. He was. He was. He was a stud. It sucks whenever you see one of those LSU guys go to like the Falcons or the fucking Panthers or the Bucks because the Saints don't fucking draft you them. Can't, the Saints don't draft LSU players. They don't. They have like a fucking like, I don't know what it is. They have like a. You know who they do draft? Fucking Ohio, Ohio State, State players. Hey, bro. Ohio, but I mean, can you blame them? Ohio no. State puts out some fucking players, bro. Not at all. I can't. They blame put them. out some fucking players. Like. One of my favorite players that the that the Saints drafted was um oh boy Bell. Remember uh I don't remember his first name but he was a uh, his he was a safety and we let him go to Cincinnati last year. Don't remember. Dude, I don't, I don't remember, remember his first name but his last name was Bell and that dude was a fucking savage. He reminded me of Malcolm Jenkins like when Malcolm Jenkins was young. And then we let him go and then we signed Malcolm Jenkins in the uh, fucking offseason. I don't like Malcolm Jenkins because of his political views but I like Malcolm Jenkins as a player. Yeah, I think we Michael, all do. Malcolm Jenkins is a good fucking player. I think we all do, yeah. But I don't fuck with Malcolm Jenkins at all. I <laughs> fuck Malcolm Jenkins. I don't know who we fucking drafted, but I keep. I think it's going to haunt me forever. Whoever we, last year, whoever the fuck we drafted before Patrick Queen. Remember we fucking had a chance to we get Patrick Queen? We never drafted Patrick Queen. No, no, no. The ba- Baltimore Ravens did. No, I know that. But what I'm saying is it was us. And then it was Baltimore right behind us. Well, that was we last year. Could yeah, we could have drafted Patrick Queen, and then we fucking didn't. I forget who we drafted a, a, ahead of him. Uh, Cesar Ruiz. No, um, it was in the first round, right? Yeah, it was Cesar Ruiz. Uh, yeah, he was the uh, he was a freshman out of uh, I mean no, he was a um, what the fuck? He was a rookie. He, uh, he's our 
He's going into his sophomore year in the in the. Uh, in that the shit league. pissed me off. I was like, uh, bro, we could have had Patrick Queen and Demario Davis. The Saints had the fewest selections in the draft last year. Four. Yeah, it sucked. I remember that. We had a lot of time just waiting around uh, and shit. selections. We had... Let's see. Oh, speaking of football, this is a dumb fucking question. Oh. Do you think that you could get a yard in the NFL? What are you talking like okay, uh, so like you're running back. It depends who my line is. <laughs> it depends. Who, it dep- it, it, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, look at that objectively. Like, do you think that like if they were like, look, Cole, here you go, you got the ball. We're gonna. It's a cut right. Do you think like all your money on it? Like, if you don't get the one yard line, you die. Like that type of thing. Do you think you could get that one yard, bro? <laughs> give it hell. I don't think I'm I giving get, it hell. I don't, I don't think know, I can man. get one yard. <laughs> bro, we could have drafted Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, who's For that? Indianapolis. Oh, the running back? Yes. Ah, we got Camaro. We could have drafted. No, 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 no. I'm talking about last year. He yeah. was a rookie this past year. I know. We could have we could have drafted his ass, bro. That would have been awesome. For him to be handcuffed to fucking Camara? Oh my god. Bro. You're right. Just cut just cut Lamar Le- fucking Murray away. Jonathan bro. Taylor and fucking Alvin Camara. Justin Jefferson got drafted two picks before our pick. No way. It was Minnesota. They drafted Jefferson. The Chargers, Kenneth Murray. And then us, Cesar Ruiz, center, Michigan. Dude. And then, and then one, two, three, four picks later, Patrick Queen, linebacker, LSU, Baltimore Ravens. Dude, it is so insane to think about that for a second right now. Bro, we could have drafted Brandon Ayuk, Jordan Love. Dude, think about that. They all came afterwards. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Think about T- if we would have T- Higgins, just said, DeAndre Swift, bro, DeAndre Swift. I know, but think about it. What if we would have actually picked up Ju- Justin Jefferson? We would have had Michael Thomas on one side and Justin Jefferson on the other side. There's nothing that could stop oh, that. Oh, bro. <laughs> but we and, didn't. And here's the thing. Like, I have faith. I have faith in Jameis Winston. Yeah. We would have been unstoppable. Guess who else went in the second round that year? Okay. That who? we could have picked up. Who? Chase Claypool. Re- oh my God! Yeah, Chase bro. Claypool went in the second round. Yeah, he came out of Notre Dame. He went to yeah, I mean yeah, he Pittsburgh picked him up at uh second round, pick number forty nine overall. Man, so we could have really got Chase Claypool, Cam Akers, Jalen Hurts, J.K. Dobbins. All of these guys went afterwards in the draft. Uh, man, so there was some An- ser- Antonio Gibson. There was some serious talent in the second yeah. round. Shit. Bro, and that's what I'm and like. Everybody's worried about this first round, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Camaro uh, went in the third round. He did. That was crazy, bro. Tom Brady went in the, like the sixth or seventh round. I know, bro. Like, uh, there's talent. There is talent that comes up in the later rounds for sure. Let's see who. Let's see. Let's let's take a look at our. Because I know we drafted that one quarterback out of Notre Dame. Isn't in, like, it crazy to round. think though? Like, like okay, you draft them, and then you can only tell if they're fantastic if you wait until next year. Then you're like, okay, they fucked up. They fucked up. They did great. <laughs> yeah, but man, you, know you could find some fucking diamonds in the rough. Yeah, bro. Um, uh, remember uh, Marcus Colston? Marcus Colston was in the seventh round. Yeah, bro, we fucking uh, Deontay Harris, undrafted free agent. Yeah, um, Lance bro, Moore, undrafted. Some of the best players go go undrafted free agent, bro. Yeah, that's insane, man. Um, that's who else insane. was undrafted? Robert Meacham was undrafted. No, I think we drafted Robert. Did Meacham. we? I mean, I don't. Re- I don't remember that far um, back. Who else was undrafted that we was ended up being fucking fantastic? Um, I know Marcus Colson was undrafted. Lance Moore was undrafted. 
remember Devery Henderson? Yes. How could I forget, bro? Dude, Devery. That was Debbie like the Henderson. last. That was like the last like well-known LSU player the Saints like ever had. Yeah. <laughs> then they were like, "No, nah, that's it. I'm done." <laughs> Did you do you believe that Patrick Queen is the first LSU player that the Baltimore Ravens has ever drafted As a, in wow. the in franchise history in Baltimore Ravens franchise history? Really? Yes. Patrick Queen is the first LSU player that they have ever drafted. Isn't it cool that someone's job? Just to, like, find out weird shit like that? Okay. Uh, I know. <laughs> statistics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> statistics, right? Bro, I would love to have that job. That they probably be. get paid bank, too. Oh, they probably get paid a lot, especially That's, from the NFL. Bro, fuck yeah. Bro, I would love to have that job. I would love to have that job. Like, just say some weird off-the-wall shit that you'd never would have. Patrick Queen is the only LSU player to ever get drafted. Like, what? <laughs> like, who the fuck? You gotta go back. That, who looks that shit up? <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's wild. Hold on. I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for drafts. I'm looking for the draft picks. I'm on my NFL app right now. Who else was under? I think uh, remember? I think draft grades was Bushrod. I don't remember. I don't remember Bushrod getting drafted. I mean, I don't. No, no. Who's our uh, really good left tackle? The one uh, Tyron Armstead. Yeah. Was he? Did we draft him? Or or do we pick? I, I don't remember. Like if we drafted Tyron Armstead or not. It's been such a long time. So we drafted first round this past year, like just now. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Turner, defensive end. Houston. Yeah, everyone hated that pick. I'm not against it. I mean, I know our defense needed work, and uh, I mean, it's nice to see Cam Jordan get hopefully some good potential on the other side. I mean, he may, true. he may be another Chase Young. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know exactly. That's we'll, that's, we'll find out. That's the thing, and bro. And, and and if he is, bro, I think our defense this year is going to be a top fucking defense. Like, I agree. A lot of people are banking on the whole, oh, we don't have Drew Brees anymore. We're going to be shitty. Bro, you don't understand. We have a good defense, too. Yeah, I think it was like top 10. Quarterback's a good, quarterback's a very important position. And yeah, granted, we lost a good hand on wide receiver. I mean, we lost a good skill player, too. Who's that? Um, Emmanuel Sanders. He went to Buffalo. Yeah, he had a bad year with us, but he is a dog. Oh, I'm sorry, like he is. I wouldn't say he had a bad year. He had a rough year. Yeah, we just he had a rough ex- year. We, I think everyone expected too much out of him. They that's, did. That's what I think they it did. was. And I mean, we had a rough season as a, as a team. You know, we had a rough season as a team. Yeah, injuries if, were bad. If we would have been hundred percent, Emmanuel Sanders would have had a better would have had a better year. Yeah, especially like with the inconsistency that Drew Brees was going because of all his injuries and all, it was kind of fucking the whole offense's momentum up and stuff. But aside from that, I mean, yeah, we lost a skill player. We lost a, we lost our franchise. You know, Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. But we have a damn good offensive line. Yeah, oh yeah. That's the best part of our whole team is our we, offensive line. Our secondary wasn't bad to begin with, and then we rebuilt on it in the offseason. Yeah, we got a corner, and uh, we got some linebackers. Two linebackers, I think. And, I mean, we we picked up a new uh, a first-round defensive end in the draft. You know, I think, I think our defense is going to be – Maybe top seven this year. So in the draft, we picked up mostly defensive players over mm-hmm. offensive players. Yeah, we, I mean, we picked up. Let's see. Let's take a look. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, take a look. We picked. We picked him. We picked up a uh, Peyton Turner first round. Okay, is Peyton Turner a defensive end or he's a tackle? No, no he's he's an edge rusher. Oh, yeah. how fucking fast is he? I wonder what his forty time is. I wonder if he's like somebody that's fast or he's about to just like over technique or something. Let's take a look. I just looked up because he doesn't look like somebody that's faster than Cam Jordan. It looks like Cam Jordan's faster than that guy. I don't know. I think Cam Jordan's like just very physical. 
Yeah, he's a little bit of both. Um, Peyton Turner, uh, six foot six, two seventy pounds, uh, twenty five tackles in five contests, so five games, twenty five tackles. Holy fuck! Five games, twenty five tackles. Uh, that's a lot of tackles. That's a lot of fucking tackles. That's a lot of tackles. <laughs> Dude was going hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's him. Uh, he was named to the 2020 Phil Steele Magazine American Athletic Conference second team and the 2020 Athlon Sports Preseason American Athletic Conference second team. That that was a fucking mouthful. Uh, it was. <laughs> I'm surprised. Like, isn't it cool? Like, somebody like that is just out there, and we had no idea this dude existed. Yeah, like, who as is this of, guy? Like, but I mean, hey, I, I guess he's fucking good. Yeah, you know? right. But it's weird that you're like, I have never heard this dude's name before a day in my life, and then what? A month or now, a, a couple months from now, whenever the NFL season starts, you're gonna be like, dude, this guy. Like, that's crazy. I didn't know who this dude was. NCAA studs don't get recognition unless they're in the fucking. SEC. Yeah, where did uh that guy come from? You said Houston, the- University of Houston. University of Houston. That's probably their first freaking first rounder ever. <laughs> I don't know. Probably so. I mean, I know they play like USF and like things like that. Like, I think I forgot what conference they're in. I'm not. I'm not huge on the NCAA smaller conferences. Yeah, I don't think anyone is. <laughs> but I think they're in like the um the the pick ten or I don't know what the fuck they call it. I don't know something like that. The the um, I don't know some. I don't. I don't know. I know I that we. Know. I know we drafted a, a linebacker out of Penn State. I think didn't we? Uh, Ohio State. Pete oh. Werner. Okay. Yeah. Linebacker, second round, um, pick, sixtieth um, overall. What's He's, his name? Uh, Pete Werner. Pete Werner. Hmm. Comes out of Ohio State. He uh, six foot two, two forty two pounds. Played forty seven games as a Buckeye. Started thirty five times. Entered his senior year season in twenty twenty with a stat line of one thirty one total tackles. 13 and a half tackles for loss, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. He led the Buckeyes with 54 tackles in 2020 and was second on the team in tackles in 2019 with 64 as a junior. Damn, dude, this dude's a savage. Holy shit, you hyping me up about this guy. This guy's going to be a beast. And then the one that I'm super excited about, our corner from Stanford. Paulson Adebo. 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 Whatever. 76 pick overall. We picked this cornerback up from Stanford. Um, we actually traded for this draft. You said he's pick. six foot tall. Uh, not yet. I don't know how tall he is. He's. Uh, <laughs> they said not yet. <laughs> no, nah, it actually doesn't say his height. But uh, oh damn, that's kind of 70, important. 76th pick overall. We um, traded this move. We drafted up. Uh, we traded up with uh, Denver. Uh, we sent Denver the 98th overall and the 105th overall so we can move up in the third round to pick this guy up. He was named the two-time All-Pac-12 honoree as well as named to the All-Pac-12 second team by the Associated Press, AP, in 2019. As a junior, he played in and started each of the first nine games before a season-ending injury where he totaled 33 tackles. 10 pass breakups, and 4 interceptions. He also led the Pac-12 conference in passes defended per game and interceptions per game, along with being ranked 3rd nationally in passes defended per game and 8th in interceptions per game. God That's damn. the steal of the draft. Jesus Christ. That's the steal of the draft. Fuck. 
Dude, dude had a season-ending injury and still totaled 33 tackles as a defensive back. Yeah, that's good. Like, bro, bro, and 10 pass breakups and four interceptions. I mean, yeah, his season-ending injury might have been later in the year, but even if you play your entire season like that, that is a good fucking season. Yeah, and in 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 the college, what you play like 10, 10 games versus like what we play in NFL now, eighteen, twelve. I think I think NCAA has like a twelve game. Okay, yeah. Season. So you did all that in twelve games. Uh, what was it like? Less than twelve. Games. Less than twelve games, and chances. I mean, I mean, he might have gotten season injury in like game eight, nine, ten, yeah. ten, eleven. I mean. Uh, Fuck, bro. That's a steal. That's a Pac-12 is a big conference. Yeah, know? right. I mean, yeah, Stanford's. I mean, that's Stanford. But I mean, who do they play? I don't really know who they play. But I mean, they're in the Pac-12. Pac-12 isn't that like Oregon, uh, Clemson? No, Clemson's in the um, ACC. ACC. Sorry, yeah, that's true. It's Pac-12. hard to remember those all those college divisions. I know. I just I know the SEC. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I know the SEC and the ACC. That's it. Like, what are the Pac-12? Uh, Oregon, Washington State, Arizona State University, uh, Colorado, Oregon University, of Oregon, uh, Arizona University, of Arizona, uh, Utah University of Washington. What the fuck? Why do they have like the state and then like the University of the state? Cool. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. What? Okay. So this is a weird. Would you rather question? Let's, oh God! Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Let's right. let's buckle in. I asked the guys this last time when they were here. Okay, this one's one of the harder ones. Okay, so if you had a choice between, would you rather lick the bathroom floor like in a public bash bathroom, like in like a fucking Burger King or something, or take a whiff of your mom's panties? Like, which one are you doing, bro? Does it say where at in the bathroom on the floor? Uh, no, but I I'm gonna go ahead and say like buy like a fucking urinal, like some nasty shit. Okay, but it, but the question doesn't specify. So I can use whatever I want, right? What? No. Well, okay, so, it's nasty regardless, nigga. <laughs> or take a whiff out of my mom's panties. Yeah, bro. Cause you got a bur- it's Burger King. There's probably people pissing by the by the door, or or or, or by the, like the the napkins. There's people pissing everywhere. It's Burger King. Someone probably shit next to the door or something. Let me think. And use it as a doorstop. <laughs> Let me think about this. <laughs> so, uh, I'm taking the whiff. Taking the whiff? Yeah, I'm taking the whiff. Fuck that. And you're taking the whiff. Because you think about it, dude. You lick a floor of a bathroom, you could get a fucking disease. Like, you could legitly get something. No, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating that. I, yeah. Trust me, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking, but all you, if you sniff something, you can't catch a disease from really, like, you can't catch nothing from sniffing, you know? You ain't about to die because you sniff something. <laughs> you could die if you lick something, though. And so, here's the thing. My thing is, like, so I have a very strong immune system. Like, I don't get sick. Oh, okay. So, if I was to take a lick out of, a like, a fast food restaurant or, You're like, survive. Burger King floor, like, I, I'm, I'll i probably be, like, I'll, I'll be straight. Like, I'll probably be straight. Like, oh, <laughs> Dude, yeah. your fucking, your immune system's, like, on fucking high alert, nigga. I'll probably bounce. I'll probably, like, jump up from the book. Yeah, it tastes nasty. And, like, go home my day. Like, I'm never thinking about it again. But. <laughs> His immune system thinking about it, though. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, if, if there's that chance. If there's that chance that, like, I'll end up, like, you know, like, getting, like, Rona or something, you know? Like, because, like, you never know. From that. Oh, you going to take... Yeah, I'll take the Rona. 
But you might get like here's, fucking AIDS or something. Here, here's man. the thing: no, you can't catch AIDS from lifting, licking a bathroom floor. If the AIDS, if, AIDS, AIDS is a sexually transmitted disease or a like a uh, blood autoimmune. Like, that's what I'm like, saying. So, if, so say if somebody you bled, it, you can't get it from saliva. No, if someone You're bled not. on the ground at some point and they just happen to have AIDS and you lick that spot, it's over with, bro. It's in your bloodstream. Okay, so people like, bleed in Burger King bathrooms. <laughs> I, I know the Burger King bathrooms are pretty fucking unsanitary. Right. Yeah. But like, they still have a cleaning crew. Oh, they do. Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah. Like they still like throw some kind of bleach. <laughs> they have ass or some like they it. do some shit. Chances are that bathroom floor has been cleaned within like the past like week and a half. Ah, month. probably. Oh, okay. Month. Okay, let's say month. Let's say month. What's month. the chances that somebody with AIDS in the last month? Has bled on the same part of the bathroom floor that I'm licking. <laughs> it's not high, but it's it, it's a chance. Slim to none. Twelve percent. You chance. will get struck by lightning twice and win the lottery three 12% times. Twelve percent chance you take before it. that happens. Twelve percent chance you take it. Yeah, yeah. I'm t- honestly, yeah. Damn, I'm taking, bro. I'm taking that chance. Hey, let me. Okay, I talked about this one. I'm my not sister. whipping my mama's panties, bro. I'm, just not, I'm not doing it. Okay, all right. I mean, I feel that. I mean, that's a cool. It's a hard one, right? It makes you think. I like that one. Now. Let me ask you a question. Oh, that was pretty easy. That I asked with my sister, but we didn't really talk about it too much. Now this one's like more of like a serious thing. So this it might be like kind of like socialist. It may be kind of socialist of a thought, right? But you got some work to do. Yes, I do. Mm. Mm. By the way, while I'm thinking of it, uh, uh, now we'll get back to that after. I want to hear what you're saying because you're gonna forget what you're saying. You're 100 percent right. I was just <laughs> actually I did forget what I was gonna say. What the fuck was I gonna something say? Something about your sister. You're talking to your sister. Something about okay. possibly socialist. Okay, it might. It's a socialist thought of mine, but this is a like a <laughs> idea that I've been tossing around an old brain. God, please don't make me question my morals. No. Okay, I'm gonna try not to. Kind of. Okay, but check it out. Look. So like, a billion dollars, right? With a B, is a lot of fucking money, man. Like so much money you can't even. That's a thousand millions. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Don't you think that, like, say somebody like uh, Bill Gates or, like, Elon Musk who has multiple billions at a bank, Donald Trump even, don't you think that everything after your billionth dollar should go to some sort of fucking charity or some sort of something? Okay. Now, the reason why I think it should is because I think a billion dollars is just too much money. And I think that if you did, if you weren't, no, if you weren't so fucking greedy... Then you can actually make the world something way fucking better. Do you instead of hogging it? <laughs> here's here's my thing. If you have the intellect, if you have the capability, and if you're in the right place at the right time, whose fucking business is it that you what what, what you do with your own fucking money? No, hundred percent. Yeah, I you know I, I agree if, and disagree if, with it. If I have the capabilities to make a trillion fucking dollars. You're going to tell me that I have to throw away 999 billion fucking dollars to make the world a better place? Fuck that world. What did they do? I fucking won. I right. figured out how to make my fucking money. Yeah, right. Fuck them. I agree. I also, I agree with you 100%. You know? I, I agree and disagree with it. I don't know which way I'd rather more. Like, because if you say what you're saying, which is 100% true, it's like you went out there and you fucking earned your fucking money. You got it. So it's like, why am I entitled? Why should I, just because I'm rich, be obligated to give shit? You know what I'm saying? So I see that point, and I also see the more, you know, uh, hippie-ish view of it, you know? I can't. I can't vibe with that hippie-ish view. 
I can't. Which I feel like I, I don't. I don't think you're wrong at all for that. I d- I don't think you're right or wrong either way. It's libertarian point of view. It is. It's, I, a, it's a very libertarian point of view. It's it's also a very conservative libertarian point of view. Um. Yeah, because, like, I find myself that like, like okay, so like after even like smaller things like. After like a like say McDonald's is closing up for the day, or even a better example like Canes is thro- closing up for the day, they throw away like a lot of food that just goes into the fucking garbage can and just doesn't get used by anything. But like in places like France, at the end of their shifts and shit, instead of throwing it all in the garbage, they give it to like homeless shelters and shit like that. So it's like, is that would that be something that would be? I get it, but here's the thing: you got to think about it like this. So let's say that you have a McDonald's in America. And let's say you have McDonald's in France. And the, the McDonald's in America, they just throw out their extra food. Fuck fuck the homeless, you know, fuck fuck it. You know, it's still good food, but they're just throwing it out. Right. Now, let's say the McDonald's in France, you know, they give it back to the homeless people, like you're saying, right? You got to think about it like this. Um, imagine you are the CEO of McDonald's worldwide. Global CEO of McDonald's. Right, yeah. Huh? Do you really think, do you really, you know, look down upon your multinational, you know, local, I guess local, but like global, like managers and be like, hey, I want to do this with this company. I want to do this with this company. I want to do this because I want to make the world a better place. Okay, yeah, sure. It might get down to like the regional manager level, but it might be like third on his task list because he has so many other things that he has to worry about. He's not worried about enforcing and implementing a program to say, hey, you know, let's let's take this food and let's enforce that each each building, each each locality, uh, let's each location is doing this with the food. Yeah, and that's the American, you know, capitalism hierarchy going there. Yeah, that you you know you you had the opportunity to build something so big that you don't have time to worry about the smaller issues like that, smaller to you, smaller to your company, because you're looking out for the welfare of your company. You don't have the time. To think about things like that, you you're more worried about the bigger business making sure your company is doing what it needs to do to make money. Yeah, type of aspect. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way, because you're in this life to live good, to live happy, and to make fucking money because that's what's gonna make you fucking happy. <laughs> now you have countries like France, right? You have a country like fucking France who. They have more of the idea to help, you know, help the less fortunate, to help the, they have more of the socialist effect on their outlook on life. And I wouldn't really say there's anything wrong with that. It's just the way that you know it's right. It's it's, It's the way that you know to live is the less selfless. A way of life. So their their focus on productivity is more or less, you know, help the community, help the customer, help the consumer, rather than 
oh, what can we do to, you know, only worry about making money as the capitalist type of point of view? Yeah. And as shitty as it may sound, I agree with the other type of point of view, because here's the thing. I'm not a religious man. I believe that we are in this world and in this life to satisfy ourselves, to satisfy the the soul and the being and the consciousness that we are in. And if you look at it in a very physical point of view, I mean, shit, I want a nice fucking car. I want nice fucking houses. I want to, you know, I want things. I want very materialistic things because I don't know what's after. And if this is all it is, then I want to live this life as nice, as luxurious as I can. So I had this, you know, very monopolistic point of view on things that if you really want to live a good life, you got to hustle. You got to, you got to focus on success. You're going to have to find a way to succeed in this life to, so you can obtain and achieve the things that you want to have. So I guess that's the difference between me and the socialist point of view on things like France, whenever it comes to putting food at the local welfare place. So the homeless people who didn't work to get what they want can have free shit. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. So you would probably be so like, what about like something like, uh, like social security, social security. That's probably like a good, like you're talking to me. You're talking about me paying money into a system to fund older people who didn't set themselves up for success whenever they decided to retire. Me paying money for other people's mistakes, me paying money for other people's downfalls and negligence of future, you know, probabilities. Yeah. Why in the fuck should I be paying for some 70 year old motherfucker to retire? Because why in the fuck? Because that's re- not my fucking problem. The reason is because I have a Roth IRA. The reason yeah, is because I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The reason I'm, is because I'm all of us are going to get old. And the odds of all of us being successful is just not possible. So, so I should retire on the younger generation. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I should rely on the younger generation to take care of me. It's not. Well, I don't think it's like that. I think it's just like what I think it is is just the odds of that's every, what that's what's going on. Tyler. I think the odds of every single person that's ever oh, we're all going to get old if we don't die. I think the odds of everybody being successful when they get old is the odds of that are just not high enough to be able to allow like what i'm saying is is like if you had to take all of us that are on the world on the world right now like only maybe like 20 percent of us are probably going to end up being on good terms financially at that age why so it's just why a- only 20 percent? because the other 80 percent didn't decide to take care of the things they wanted to be they they didn't decide to to invest in their future that's their fault that's their fault and granted they might have this and that and this and that and whatever but they have the decision. They they need to understand whenever they are whenever they are young. They have a whole entire life ahead of them. They 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 need to start planning for. They need to start you know investing for. Whenever I'm thirty, 
I don't want to be just making a hundred thousand dollars. I want to be making fucking nine hundred thousand dollars. I want to be making a fucking million dollars whenever I'm thirty years old. I don't want to just live for the now. I want to live for the future. So whenever I'm in the future, I don't have to struggle nearly as much as I'm struggling now. And that's the problem. Motherfuckers these days, they just want to worry about what's going on now. They don't want to have to worry about, oh, you know, this is this. How is this going to affect me? 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, you know? Right. I see what you're saying. Like, you, Whenever you're young, you need to start investing for your future. I see what you're saying, and you do have a point, but at the same time, not everyone is built the same. Not everybody has the same mindset as you, and that's not their fault. But just some people just don't have... Like, okay, for example... Touche. For example, whenever... I get broken down and something happens in my life that just breaks my spirit. It makes me want to be stronger. Like it, it makes me like it, it almost enables like this mm-hmm. headstrong attitude. But mm-hmm. that's the way I was raised. That's the way. Not everybody was raised that way. That's the way it happened for me just being raised. And that's what I got out of that situation. Not every person. Um, we're going to take a quick pause, refill our glasses. I have my monitor off. I was trying to, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, no. Okay. So what I was saying was, um, different people. So like, like I was saying, so like if, if somebody like me, when you get, uh, somebody, I want to put some Loctite. Somebody like me, whenever I get broken down or something bad happens, I still feel the need to push forward and do things, right? But not every person has that mindset. Like, okay, so, like, for example, you know how, like, whenever somebody's working out and then some people are like, go, go, you piece of shit, you fucking, like, they start, like, belittling them. Motivation. And and that pushes them, right? Mm -hmm. Some people don't have that type of motivation where, like, it's like Victoria's like that. If I, like, if I need her to do, like, if we're working out, and I'm trying to use that method to like push her forward. That doesn't work on her. Whereas that fucking works for me. I'm saying like, but you don't know why that certain thing works for you. And that it just it just ties into the conversation we were having earlier. Like some people are just wired different. And they can't do anything about that. You know what I think has a lot to do with that? Privilege. In which context? Whether it's a financial status privilege, a racial privilege, or just like anything, you know. Yeah, like you were just born into a better deck of hands. Yeah. Like basically. I mean, you were just dealt, yeah, you were just dealt a better deck of hands. Right. You were just, you know. But that's what I'm saying. You were just born in a more fortunate environment. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So like the whole social security thing, not everybody's going to end up growing up being old and being financially ready because of that certain mindset that they were programmed with as a kid. And it's not something that they can help. It's just something that the way that they are. But every one of us makes changes within our mindsets and within the way we act towards things. Once you're of age, I think you've reached a position and a point in life where you're capable to where you are yeah exactly you're capable of finding these things out and learning as a human and learning as an adult yourself to 
program yourself. I agree with that. Because here's well. the thing: the way I'm, the way I think, the way I know now is n- this is not how I was raised. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is not how I was programmed. My parents programmed me to be humble, to you know serve, and not to be a you know, a you know, a a very dictatorish type tyrant. You know, my dad was very he was. I mean, he went through his things in life, but he was, uh, he always taught me to, you know, give back. My mother was a, a, an extremely loving, extremely giving back type of person. And I was not brought back into this way to, you know, work until you feel like you have what you need to be a very self-serving type of person. And I'm a very self-serving type of person. And I, I think a lot of people have a, negative connotation whenever it comes to saying things like that but i really don't think it does i think it's a i think it's a good thing you know i i make sure that i'm taken care of i think you know i'm i'm gonna be i know that i'm gonna be well off you know i have my retirement fund going i have two retirement funds going i have my 401k and i have my roth ira and then i have my son you know i make sure that my son is taken care of uh, you know before and you know above all that's still so crazy to say that you have a son (sighs) Like you and Ashton. Like sometimes I sit there and I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to turn that light on real quick. I need to bounce. All right. I was like, I, sometimes I look at like, it's you and Ashton. I'm like, bro, them motherfuckers got kids. That's crazy. <laughs> Cause like I said, like it's sometimes like, it feels like whenever, it feels like whenever we're um growing up and doesn't it feel like it was such a long time ago? But at the same exact time, it feels like it was yesterday. Like, isn't that weird just to say that sentence? Like, how those two things can mesh some together somehow? So, so we're uh, coming up into the summer of 2021. Yeah. We're we're about to be halfway done with 2021. Dude, I know. It's, it's crazy how fast shit's going. <laughs> but whenever I was young, I swear to God, nothing went fast ever. Like... But we're only in our 20s, and we're like, dude, shit's going by. <laughs> like, nigga, like, a year lasts, like, two seconds now, it feels like. That's why you need to start doing things. It's time to start doing things. What you mean? Getting your life started. I know, right? <laughs> it's so... Cr- <laughs> we're at that age, bro. We're t- in our We're in our early to mid-20s. We're in our early to mid twenties, bro. I know. <laughs> two days ago, <laughs> two days ago, we were at our sophomore junior lunch time in high school, bro. I know it's so crazy. You know? It feels like, like such a long time ago, but it also feels like it was nigga it was yesterday. <laughs> we are we're living our lives now. Like we're making the decisions that are going to influence the rest of our lives right now. I know right that's, now that's crazy but and and ugh, and you have no idea the outcome of anything you do until you get there and you feel it that's, you know what I'm saying that's why it's important to make the best decisions that you can for yourself right like, now any weird you can make a decision yes or no on something make it the wrong decision and not know that that was the wrong decision until like three years from now then you're like bro yep. that really was the wrong decision yep. that's crazy whether it's financial you know spiritual you know, in a relationship, you know, whatever it may be, you don't know what the fuck's, what the fuck, you know, I mean, shit, you can, you can meet a woman, 
You can meet a woman that you think is perfect for you. Yeah. 20 years down the line, that's a completely different fucking person that you thought it was. I know. Isn't that crazy, right? Like, you, yeah. People change. But here's the thing. So there's subtly. This, there's this thing. There's this thing that it's called the seven year change. Your entire personality, your fucking, your taste buds, even. I mean, everything about you changes every seven years. Really? It's every seven? Okay, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> I'm a completely different person right now than I was seven years ago. I thought that was just because, I thought you're just your taste buds changed every seven years. You talk everything, about like your whole... bro. Your personality, everything changes every seven years. Holy, all right. Every so seven, 25. yeah. So... What is it? When you were 18. 14. 18, bro. Okay, so I changed when I was 21. And then how long has it been since I changed then? 21, 22, 23. You have grown. You have experienced different life things. 28. 28, I'm changing, bro. (laughs) You have experienced things. You You have accomplished things. You have seen different things. You have completely changed as a person yeah. the last seven years you were a completely different person hey, let me ask you a question if you had to say like so obviously like you're saying seven years ago whatever we were different people if there's one thing that you think you got better at as life has going on like what do you think that would be like you think you like it's just for example like patience like you think that's the thing you're most proud of or like is it like how much more uh respectable you've gotten like you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, what would be that one thing you're most proud of that you think you've grown since you were 16? Open-mindedness. I okay. mean, I know I have a lot of very radical views, and I know that I'm very extreme on a lot of my moral aspects, but I do honestly believe that my open-minded views have changed a lot. Um, and that's not it, though. I would like to touch back on this. Okay. <coughs> but on that subject, I would like to say that, like, I honestly, whenever somebody approaches me with something that honestly makes a lot of sense, and honestly, you know, I mean, it makes more sense than the current way that I was believing at the time, I will honestly consider. Yeah, and you're not what's afraid. being said. Like, I'm not afraid to change my. I'm not afraid to change what I think. Right, and that's one of the, that's something you're very proud of that you've grown. I'm extremely maybe, proud of that because maybe back then you weren't as open minded. Like, you were just, I honestly, I have some socialist tendencies. I have some socialist point of views, healthcare, you know, things like that. Like I, and honestly, I don't think the saints are the best in their division. (laughs) Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay as Tom Brady. Yeah. And I think Tom Brady started a very big chain of positive, good things in that organization that just took that organization and brought it to a very alive, you know, think and, and, and that organization has definitely become a very big powerhouse in not only the NFC, but the NFL itself. I know. It's so crazy. Like, what, like three years ago, there was like, okay, it was like, who us the fuck? Like, are the Falcons? Are the Falcons or us? And then, like, just this couple years, it's like Tampa every Bay. single team can beat your ass. Like, yeah. bad, bad. But, bro, Tampa Bay just won this fucking Super Bowl. A team in our division won the Super Bowl. Yeah. What makes what makes anybody think that we're a fucking competitor? You know what? That's actually not that bad a way of thinking of it, though, because there's 16 divisions in the NFL. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. There's eight. Div- 
I'm fucked up. There's eight <laughs> divisions in the NFL. And I just say right over here. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that at all. <laughs> she. She. <laughs> um, shit, I forget what we were talking about. Oh, you know something else creepy that I thought about the other day? So, like, you ever think it's weird that, like, you can pass by something? And we're obviously, like, drunk right now. So, like, th- a lot of this doesn't make any sense. But There's like, a lot more that we got to go back to. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, you ever think how crazy it is that, like, you can pass by something all... I was trying to explain this last time, and I don't think I got it out right. <laughs> I just think it's crazy that you can pass in front of a certain thing all of your life and never know that something in the future is going to happen right there that's going to be so impactful in your life. Like, okay, so, like... Well... Dude, I know. It's hard <laughs> to explain. So, like, okay, for example, whenever I first moved into this house, I never knew that that part right there outside of the house where we all took our uh groomsmen pictures at i didn't know that that particular spot was was going to be a very important part of my life but it ended up being two years later i wasn't there no i know because you was fucking offshore i think right yeah it was during christmas time last year yeah dude it was 25th i I had to work dude my fucking groomsmen set would have definitely had you in it it would have definitely had chase in it too like but like, oh, and my cousin Trey, like, but everybody like, just so happened to be busy on that particular day, and people got left out because of it, unfortunately. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because we do shit like we've been doing recently on the weekends. Hey. We, we've been getting together we- recently, and it's been pretty lit. Actually. I miss David. Yeah, big David. I miss David. <laughs> A lot. Yeah, for real. A lot. All right. I really do. <laughs> That's my boy. All right. I really miss talking to him, man. Yeah, it was cool. The other day, um, whenever I told you I, I reached out to him, I uh, we met each other at uh, Kane's that night, and we uh, talked at Kane's, and like it was weird that it felt like it never really like dropped off. It, it felt, felt like natural. It felt natural. It felt the it felt same. Natural. It was pretty cool. Like I, I feared that. You know, I was like, you feared you were scared. Like you were scared that it would be weird and awkward. Or like the thing we were saying earlier, how like every seven years your life changes, or you change in some sort of way. What if I don't know. Like, he changed so much before the last time I met him that this time when I meet him, he's going to be a different dude and I'm not going to like him. Kind of shit. That's David, bro. That's David, bro. Yeah, core personality. That's our bro. I don't like the fact that this is going to get published and he's going to hear all this. I like it. (laughs) I like it because he needs to know this. I mean, fuck. You know, that's that's our boy. It was. I love David, bro. Like, that's my boy. I know. know. I'm so... I'm so we can. Uh, I think. I think there was a point in time to where me and David, like, we haven't talked in like a year and a half, two years. I suck. Like we, like there was. The, I mean, and like, bro, like we never, we never talked about it. We never, we never, like there was never any conflict about it. Like, yeah, cool. Last time me and David talked, it was a casual conversation, and then we just didn't talk for like a year and a half. And the next thing you know, he hits me up and we like slides up with someone on Snapchat or something. You know, like, and he's like, hey, you, hey, you know, it's crazy. You know, like, whatever. Like, you ever you think, know, yeah, okay. bro, you're my bro. Yeah, like, cool. Yeah, you know, and like, we just pick up. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I don't know. It's just like how I think about things. Like, and that's my, that's my bro, David. Like, that's my bro, David. Like, yeah, we felt like we haven't talked in a while, but that doesn't mean like, you know, that's not, that's not still my bro, you know? <laughs> like, that's not still my bro. Like, it's still my bro, you right. know? Well, that's, okay, that's, yeah, I don't that's, know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just me. I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm fucked up. His mind. But that's the truth. His that's mind is truth. rolling. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, okay, well, we talked about David. <laughs> um, hey, yo, D- uh, David. Uh, he's, uh, 
Dude, he, oh I my mean, gosh. <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> Bro, only ST locals in our group will know that. True. Yeah, we're fucked up for that, though. I, okay. Do you have any core memories from that time period of your life, like sixth grade, seventh grade? Like, you have any core members? Care members? Yes. Okay, what is one? Kickball. Kickball? Yeah, kickball was the shit. <laughs> Jerry Shassel was the shit. Who's, kickball. who's Jerry Shaw? I've never heard that name before. They what? Jerry uh, middle school, Montague Middle. I don't know. It sticks out to me. That motherfucker was the shit at kickball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like That's all I remember. And uh, kickball, Miss uh, Pellegrin's class, science. I sat next to uh, Brooke. Um, uh, auntie, auntie, yeah, Brooke, auntie, okay. and she was fine as fuck. And like that's that's all our <laughs> middle school, bro. Like that's, that's it. And then uh, uh, I sat next, I sat behind Laura Pellegrin in fifth grade, Miss Bates class, reading class, and I asked her to meet my girlfriend whenever we we're standing in line to go back to the buses at the end of the day. And she said yes, and I was freaking out about it, but I forgot by the time I went home. And next thing you know, I was invited to her fucking birthday party. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then I ended up <laughs> having to go to her fucking birthday party, and uh, I broke up with her. Bro, get this. Okay, all right. Give it to me. What you about to say? <laughs> I broke up with Laura Pellegrin in sixth grade. Oh, I remember Laura Pellegrin. Because she would not stop talking about pancakes. And Jessica Rhodes was like, I want to be your girlfriend. And I was like, all right, well, let me break up with Laura first. Oh, no way. And then Jessica Rhodes ended up being like a like a dyke porn star. You didn't. <laughs> it happens. I don't, I, yeah. But I probably never should have broken up with Laura because, like, she has her shit together. I, I think. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> hey, I don't talk to that those type of people. But that's another cool thought, right? Like, it's like. Well, what if, if you, that never would have happened? What would be what would be now? Yeah, right. Like, okay, just putting it out there. Like, what if I would have never broken up with like Jessica all that shit? Like, life you, life could totally be different now. That's a crazy thought, right? Yeah, and here's the thing: like, you're like in seventh grade, like you don't understand like cognitive, no, like what you know, like you know what I'm talking about. Everything's just straightforward. It's like, <laughs> 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 okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I think about boobs and I think about math. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad likes football so i like football yeah you know? right. <laughs> like that's 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 what it is like at that young age like you're just trying to learn how to be a person but you don't do it like knowing you're doing it you're just doing yeah, it you're just yeah, it's life right bro, tyler life life bro that's life that's life yeah i just yeah that's life you know what i thought about okay so check this out i was thinking about this on the way to work the other day so how it's kind of like on the same spectrum of the conversation we just previously had. But so Stephen Thompson is uh I'm just I have to tell you a little bit of UFC to get this story to make any sense. All right. So Stephen Thompson in the UFC, he's like the ranked number four welterweight. Like he's a fucking badass. Like he's an absolute like dog, right? His dad, he uh Stephen Thompson has more of like a karate background. So okay. That, so okay. Okay. So his dad got influenced to do karate whenever he saw fucking Elvis doing it. Did you know fucking Elvis apparently knew karate? Okay, apparently Elvis knew karate. Elvis was, is a musician, bro. Elvis knew karate, and he was doing it on fucking whatever. He was getting it filmed, and Stephen Thompson's dad saw that, and he got inspired to do karate. So Stephen Thompson decided that he wanted to get into karate. So, and then he 
but isn't and it crazy? how he is the number one four welterweight champion. Right. But isn't it crazy? What the point that I'm trying to get across is you can watch one thing in your life and, and it will influence. Never fucking know that that thing is going to end up influencing you so hard in the future. You like, know what? You know what that's called? What the butterfly effect? Oh, really? I've never known what the butterfly effect was. That's, I always just never knew what the fuck that meant. That's called. That's the butterfly effect. Huh. Yep. That's pretty deep shit. Yep. There's a movie about it. Yeah, I know. I, that's like one of the best movies ever, but I've never seen it. It's it's about a college kid. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Okay, what the yeah, fuck is it about? fucking... Uh, there's so many different... Because it, it's like a scenario after a scenario after a scenario. Oh, and so it it's like on a, replaying. So yeah. it's a deep-ass movie, then. It's a crazy fucking movie. Huh. Okay. It's a good movie, but it's a... That's that should probably it's not on even it's not even on the IMBD fucking top fifty, but it's a good fucking movie. Huh. It's it's one of my top ten. Okay, if what would be another like great movie that you say like you would have to put in your top ten? Pulp Fiction. Braveheart. I've never seen that. Braveheart. Uh, never Forrest seen Braveheart. Gump. Okay, I've seen um, Shawshank Gump. Redemption. Yeah, um, I've seen that. God, I mean, uh, Reservoir Dogs. I like a lot. I like a lot of Quentin Tarantino films. I've never seen a single Quentin Tarantino film. I don't know what. Okay, what? explain it to me then. Explain to people that might be listening. What is so um, special about Tarantino? Uh, whatever. He's, I mean, he's a good director, first of all. But what's so special? But about God, him? they're like, they're like. I mean, back in like, so Pulp Fiction was like a movie that was um, based on the '80s, but it was produced in the '90s. Yeah. And uh, it's just a. It it basically shows like underground L.A. Like underground, underground LA. Okay. Like drug trade, like um, sex traffic. I mean, not, I mean, not really, not really, not really, but like more like hitman type shit. Yeah. It's it's a it's a very interesting. It's pretty fucking. What cool. about um? But it's during that same era to where like things like started like coming up. What about Inception? I've never, seen, good movie, I've never right? seen Inception, but I oh. heard that one. That, I heard that one, was, and I heard it's like a mind fuck. Yeah, it's a little freaky. Yeah. Like there's a there's a part in that movie where like they're um this is a part that sticks out to me when I think of Inception. He was trying to teach her like basically like that in your dreams you can feel like actually feel things and she's walking down the hall and she sees something and she gets freaked out but because she's inside of the person's head she what she feels he feels. So she saw something in this so he's feeling freaked dream out. that frightened her or whatever and then mm-hmm. she got upset and then like the other like i don't know how to explain it but it was a weird little a uh, little section in that movie there i'm gonna have to check it out yeah it's it's that's it's with the uh, uh not leonardo uh, dicaprio leonardo dicaprio i was thinking yep. of mark Wahlberg for a second yeah yeah leonardo dicaprio do you think he's the greatest actor ever no no who would you have above leonardo dicaprio samuel jackson really Really? He kind of played the same guy every movie, though. <laughs> he never really act. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't really act. Like, he, he he's himself, kind of. His personality got him as the number one actor ever. Well, okay, no, maybe number His, He can be himself. Number one personality, maybe? Think about it like this. But think about it. He's not a better actor than Johnny Depp, who's, like, been things he's definitely not. You Johnny know what Depp. Is a damn good actor. He's my number one. You're right. Yeah, honestly, that's tough. That, that is tough to fight about. Yeah, because think about it. He could be one person in one movie, and then the next movie he makes is a completely different. Like, 
the but like, think about it like this: if Johnny Depp never had to practice, Samuel Jackson, that's himself. Yeah, I know. So All right, I'll pick up that role. Let me know. Send me this. Email me the script two two days before practice. All right, bet I got that. Boom, star A plus every fucking time. <laughs> he doesn't have to fucking worry about it. <coughs> they know who Samuel Jackson is. They make movies. Samuel Jackson is that motherfucker to oh, play that role. You're saying he's more um. He's more natural. He's more uh, influential. He's more natural whenever it comes to the type of roles that he plays. However, Johnny Depp. That's the thing. You can't tell if he's not being natural. Johnny Depp is a very uh, liquefied. Like he can he can play one type of character, but he can play a completely different other type of character. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's very uh he and it's a good thing. Uh, I don't honestly I don't know how to explain it. I mean, motherfucker's good. You know, he can he can play a, a very huge variety of different types of characters. Right, and I think that's amazing. You know, I what's mean, another weird another weird thing that people say. There's some people that say that acting is like easy. <laughs> but I don't think acting is easy at all. I think that easy acting is hard as fuck. Like there's actually like a like a like a platform of people out there that think acting is easy. Like they can do it. There's no way. Like I feel like acting is actually hard, right? But some people think acting is easy. It's a job, right? Well, of course, yeah. Not everybody can do it, right? Right. No. So there's got to be some levels of technical difficulty, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> It's a job. It's a job. Yeah, for real. That's all it is. It's a job that pays a lot. And you have to get and work your way up the ladder to Jeez. get there. Dude, that's that's one of those things, too, that's crazy when you try to ma- wrap your mind around it. Like, the 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 lifespan of somebody that's going through and, like, what they go through before they get big. Like, I guess what I'm saying is, is like, you get you can get big at forty. You can get big at fifteen. Yeah, right. It's like you never. I mean, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. He didn't become famous until he was like sixty. Bro, you're doing podcasts right now. How old are you? Twenty-five. You're twenty-five. Yeah. Fifteen, ten, five years from now, you can blow the fuck up. You never know. <laughs> You can be the next Joe Rogan, yeah. and you don't know. I know, isn't that crazy? And next thing you know, this podcast that we're on right now, this can be one of your original, and you can trademark this, take it off of Spotify, <laughs> take it off of Apple Music, whatever you have it on, Yeah, and you can you can solidify this. And this podcast right here can be worth... $10,000 to listen to, and you will never know. I know. Isn't that crazy? And you will never know. You can be you can be the next Joe Rogan right now. You can. Because think about, how old is Joe Rogan? Uh, he's 53. What do you think he was doing at 25 years old? Yeah, I know. He, he's told that story a bunch of times. It's like garbage shit. Like, makes no, no sense. Exactly. Didn't get him nowhere. <laughs> what are you doing right now at 25 years old? Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
basically you're doing thing. what he's doing right trying now to figure out life <laughs> except just on a smaller scale right bro you blow up something happens you blow up somebody gets your attention next thing you know you start rolling you start hopping on the social you start blowing up next thing you know boom 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 you're gonna be the next joe rog- joe fucking rogan tyler fucking dehart <laughs> oh you God. and here's the thing like you don't you don't know that i know that can happen at any fucking moment that is that's the beauty of life. That's the beauty of capitalism. <laughs> you still looped it back on the cla- capitalism. We haven't talked about that in like twenty minutes. <laughs> I think I remembered all of that shit. No, but I do see what you're saying. It's cool that like you have absolutely zero idea like that what could happen that changes your life just five years from now. You know, it's weird. Do you, like some people don't believe in that thing that um what is it uh no people believe in water um okay <laughs> now you're just chugging a bottle of water you're gonna die oh my god stop you have to breathe <laughs> no I do get what you're saying though like. Uh, oh, you know what I'm going to have on uh, tomorrow, Cole? Cole, that's enough. <laughs> Jesus, I feel like it took you like 30 minutes. To b- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Finish the bottle. <laughs> All right, it's starting. It's going right now. So, Chase seems to be in this pod. You calling him right now? <laughs> Cole's calling Chase. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'm fucked up, and I can't really go to my contact list. What's his number? Do you think I know his number? Bro, I'm fucked up. I'm just, just going to call Chase. Look, look, right here. Right here. <laughs> Put him on speaker so the pod can hear. Oh, you're right. Come on, Chase. Come on. Dude, he's probably like, it's 10.30 at night. Why the fuck is Tyler calling me? <laughs> he's probably like in some pussy or like yeah. fucked up, like high as fuck or something. He's probably just like vibing. He's like, what the fuck? It is 10.30. What the fuck? What the fuck's going on? Tyler's not Domino's. Oh, oh, fuck. It's okay. Chase. Oh, man. I would love to have a pod with Chase. Oh, we're going to. Saturday he's coming Me you and him That'd be so dope So Saturday oh, God damn I'm fucked up right now But like I'm usually a normal person I swear to god And I'm not always fucked up like this But I have things to I don't know what I have to do But I feel like I have something to do Saturday and Friday Fuck I know I'm surprised you came today Cause like we was texting about it earlier and I know I was like I know. I'd get you, but it'd be next week. And you were like, I don't want to do it the day I come in. And nigga, you came in today. <laughs> You're here right now. <laughs> I'm gangsta like that. <laughs> How was the food that y'all went to eat? What you oh, ate? So the sushi? Yeah. Well, we had the leftovers in the truck outside. Yeah, but was it any good? <sighs> it's always good, bro. So whenever we go to Ichiban, I get the honor roll. But I get add crab stick, add the snow crab on top, no eel sauce, Add yum yum sauce, and that's my that's my entree. But with my appetizer, I get 
I usually get like the uh, the pork gyozo, uh, which is like dumplings. But I like to get it with like steam fried. I like it, uh, oh, pot fried, whatever. Pot fried. I like to get it pot fried. And then I eat the, I think it's seven or eight dumplings. I dip that in the sauce. I eat that. And then they bring out my honor roll. And usually by this time, I'm like feeling a little buzzed. Because like I had like a drink or two. And then I eat the honor roll with the no eel sauce, add crab stick, and snow crab. And I smash that shit. But honestly, <laughs> this time, I mean, like yesterday, I really didn't eat much of a lunch because I was offshore. And I had a busy ass day. And I didn't really get to eat lunch. So, like, my stomach like, kind of got a little fucked up. So, I didn't eat too, too much because I eat this morning for breakfast. And... I don't know. I guess I, I think it's just the timing or whatever. Cause like, I've been like really trying to like keep conscious of my health. Like I've been like working out and shit like every single morning I've been going to the gym whenever I'm home. And then whenever I'm offshore, I go to the gym around like six, six thirty, And then I do like certain sets. Or Isn't it hard as fuck to like push yourself to do that? I mean, it's all about starting, but that's neither here nor there. The point is, is like, I, uh, I fucked up because my, my 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 metabolism was a little fucked up, but I ended up ordering an honor roll with whatever at Ichiban, and the shit was bomb, but I didn't get the eel sauce. Instead, I got the yum yum sauce. It was the honor roll, but I, I, I added two different things. I added the snow crab and the crab stick, and it was bomb as fuck. So if you ever go to Ichiban in Homa, I suggest you get that because it's good as fuck. And that's what I got. And um, <laughs> I didn't finish it because I think my metabolism is fucked oh up. My God. This is probably just an excuse. Dude, now that you said something about food, you got me thinking about this freaking sandwich. If you got, uh, I mean, if you stuck around this long, you're awesome. But like, so like, if you go to Lafayette, <laughs> yeah, really? yeah, if you go to Lafayette or Lake Charles or whatever, they have this place called Witch Witch. And I went to that fucking place, it's like a and I got it's kind of like Subway, but like way fucking better. And they had like this sandwich. It had like fucking lamb on it. It was lamb meat, cheese, some si- some sort of like chipotle sauce, and like. And the bread, like, the bread was, like, real buttered. Dude, that was the best sandwich I ever fucking had from some just random place, like, that I never fucking heard of before. So, like, I know we're we're not talking about food restaurants and all, but it's crazy how, like, sometimes you can go to, like, a restaurant that everybody, like, says is amazing. And then you go to that restaurant and then you're like, ah, it kind of fucking sucked. <laughs> but, but they fucking swear by it. Like you just went at the wrong time, honey. You got to go there when there's this particular person there before you start liking it. <laughs> well, that's with any restaurant. Yeah, right. The environment that you go into. Sometimes the food isn't even the thing. It's the environment. True. Like Copeland's. I like Copeland's environment. Copeland's got a dope little like dressed down like ballroom look follow sports and antics on spotify and <laughs> whatever plat whatever other platform he's it's on, on all platforms folks apple music 
SoundCloud, Pandora, whatever. Follow Sports and Antics. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> just like the uh, the Shia LaBeouf dude. Just do it. That guy. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just do it. That dude's fucking insane. Dude, but those fucking movies he were in were dope, though. Shia LaBeouf and freaking the two Transformers or three Transformers movies. That was the shit. Before it like got like really like watered down like Fast and Furious. Yeah, but who the fuck is Shia LaBeouf now? No, he's no one. I don't know who what the fuck he's doing nowadays. Tyler, I gotta piss. Cole. I know. I just I really I just drank that whole bottle of water. I gotta piss. Alright guys, uh me and Cole are like very fucked up. Well, we're feeling great, but <clears throat> The quality of the podcast probably wouldn't be at its best, right? <laughs> yeah, so I drank a little bit too much, and I smoked a little bit too mu- too much of the CBD to have a cognitive uh, podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and uh, resign my points of address on any uh, point that, probably Tyler wants to br- that Tyler wants to make. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yep, so it was me and Cole again, and uh, we're... Locking out. Later, y'all. I'll see y'all later.